Welcome to another episode of Nature Therapy Online. My name's Stephen McCabe and I'm an ecotherapist living in Midlothian in Scotland. And this podcast is all about connecting with nature for our well-being and also for the well-being of nature itself. You probably notice that I'm somewhat quieter than usual today. And that's because I'm outside and it's quite late. It's dark. Somewhere behind the clouds, there's a full moon, but it's so cloudy this evening that I can't see any stars or the moon at all. You might, if you turn up your volume loud enough, you might hear some owls, perhaps. You might hear the river running in the distance and the wind blowing the trees. And today, I wanted to talk about something that I think we don't think about too much because it's such a part of life. And it dictates how we live and how we structure our lives so deeply that I think we take it for granted. And that's the light of the sun and the darkness of the planet when the sun is not here, light and dark. And I specifically wanted to look at being outdoors in the darkness, going out when it's dark. How does that feel for you? Are there some places that feel okay? Are there some places that feel scary? And if so, is scary. Is it because if we are sighted at least that we can't see and we rely on our sight a lot if we're sighted? Is that what it's about? Is it from stories or is it uh, something inbuilt in us? Is it a cultural thing? Or perhaps you feel comfortable in the dark 
I feel very comfortable here where I am. But there's a good reason for that, and that's because I'm in my back garden and I feel very safe here. And I'm at the back wall and I'm looking over and there's nothing here but fields and hills and trees and I can hear a river. There's probably some sheep. I've lived here long enough to know that when I hear a rustling sound that it's nothing scary. You know, at the most it will be a fox. That's probably the most brutal thing you can find in the wildlife in Scotland. But still, I feel safe because I'm at home, I'm in my garden. But I know if I was to go now and take a walk through this field, over to the trees that I'm staring at, right over at the back of the field, over the hill, I know I would be terrified. And I know that because I tried this not so long ago. I might have mentioned on previous podcasts the idea of a sit spot. So a sit spot, like S-I-T, S-P-O-T, a spot where you sit. Is, um, it's an ecotherapy practice where you find somewhere outside in nature, it doesn't have to be in the deepest of nature, where you go and you sit regularly and you sit quietly and you just spend time there, you notice the changes, you get to know things up close, you get to know things in a way that you don't when you pass through. Perhaps wildlife might come to you when you're still and you become part of the environment. But how this idea of the sit spot ties in with what I'm talking about here today, about darkness and, and how we feel about being outside in the dark. Um, is because I, I, I have a little sit spot and it's in the... It's in the forest nearby to me. A five minute walk down the road, perhaps a 10 minute walk. And nobody goes to this forest in the nighttime. To be honest, not many people go to this forest in the daytime. That's one of the things that I love about where I live. But this feeling that I had in my sit spot, and it's a nice place, there's a, a broken old tree by the river and I just sit there down in the valley and in the daytime the sense of aloneness is peaceful I feel like I can be with the nature around me without bumping into any people without feeling that I have to play the social games that we need to play the hellos and the how are yous, all of that kind of thing. But I went down there when it was dark at the start of the winter and I knew I would be frightened, but I don't think I appreciated just how frightened I would be. I went down there and there were moments where I was absolutely terrified. I was so scared. 
But I don't know what I was scared of. Because logically, there was nothing there to be scared of. Not really. The chances of harm coming to me were very slim. There is no big dangerous animals in the wildlife in Scotland. Not anymore. People killed them all. Historically, that's what happened. No bears, no wolves. Not that wolves would attack people anyway. But that's a topic for a, another podcast. But I was so scared sitting by the river. It was so dark. And I decided that I was going to sit there for 10 minutes. And I became less frightened and less frightened. And I realised that the thing that I was frightened of the most was being seen by other people. I was frightened that I might frighten another person. <laughs> How ridiculous is that? I was also frightened of being judged. I thought, if somebody comes and sees me in the night time, this man alone in the forest, how scary might that be for that person? And then I thought if that person was a woman, that could be even more frightening for that person. And then that made me even more frightened, sitting there and letting my mind imagine these scenarios, these uncomfortable social scenarios that didn't happen. And I tried to let go of all of that and just sit and enjoy the forest. And I was still scared and I was still frightened, but I did. For a few minutes. And then when I got up and left and got to the top of the valley to get out, I was kind of scrambling and running. <laughs> I ran a little bit. Um, and it's a topic that I wanted to bring to the podcast because... Now, obviously, I'm so privileged where I live because I live in this village where I can just open my back door and be amongst a big, wide, open space. And I can be outdoors in the night time and feel safe. And I don't think I've ever really had that in my life, to be honest. I've lived in apartments and flats. I'm saying apartments, but, you know, we... Uh, Americanization, we call them flats here, but I've been chatting with some Americans today. I think it's rubbed off on me. <laughs> so, but I've never really had in my adult life an outdoor space, and it feels so. It's just a wonderful thing. And I wanted to put this to you as a little exercise for this week something that I would like you to try. I would like you, if you can, even for a short space of time, and please only if it's somewhere where you feel safe and you know no harm is going to come to you, either physically or psychologically. But try to go outside in the darkness, or in a place where you might not usually go outside in the darkness. See what happens in your mind. Do you enjoy it? Are you afraid? 
perhaps you're not afraid, but just note how differently you feel to when you go to this place in the daytime. You might feel good both times, but what? What's behind? Are they different feelings? I guarantee they will be. And reflect on how we live our lives by light and by dark. The massive impact that the turning of the planet has and the power of the sun. And even how the moonlight affects the tides. All this orbiting around in the universe. It's mind-blowing, isn't it? That's what we're doing. Sometimes, for me, ecotherapy is about that. Reminding ourselves of the most simple, basic facts that we know. We're orbiting around in the universe. And the light and the dark dictates our lives and how we live them. The light and the dark is so much bigger than us and the planets are so much bigger than us. That's what I want you to, to do this week, friends, and I would love to hear from you if you do. I want to thank you for tuning in. The owls have gone quiet here. They can obviously hear me, so I'm feeling quite guilty. I'm going to go inside and let them get back to their song and their hunting. Thanks again for tuning in, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Visit me online at naturetherapyonline.net